Blog Talk Radio. Yes, I said it, college action. I'm actually watching a little more college football. But, man, the NFL, kudos to the NFL. This, if, if, if you're a football fan, I don't really care what your team is. I don't care if you're a Jets fan or a Giants fan or a Raiders fan or Cowboys, Steelers, Eagles, you know, heck, they was even talking about the Bears making a late-season run, which is kind of funny because a couple weeks ago they was talking about the Bears tanking their games. And Dr. Trent was like, tanking? Now all of a sudden they, the same people that said that are now saying, well, you know, if the Bears, you know, went out, they, they might have a Ah, shut your mouth. The point <laughs> is, what a season, what a season, what a season. It doesn't get any better than the season we're having here. But as you guys all know, I don't do this by myself. Thank God. The brothers are in the house. We are full. We are full uh, of power tonight. We've got Dr. Train. We've got K-Star. And the man who has returned back, back to the, 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 the Peach State, back to Georgia, my brother, was so good to have him home. Man, did we have some fun. Um, but he's gone. He done left me again. The good news is he'll be back. <laughs> but anyway, fellas, welcome back to the Madden Voice. Yes, sir. Great to be home. But you're right. I will be back. Hey, man. That intro goes so hard, dog. This this plays with... Ten more seconds, man. What's going on, guys? It really does go hard. Hold on. Be honest. Hold on. Uh, K. Bayless over here. My yeah, head. man. Yeah, man. See, I'm glad. I'm glad y'all. Hold on. Let me do this for you.
God dang, man. Let's talk some football now. Woo! <laughs> man. Man, the angels should be on Madden, bro. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be the worst Madden player just playing for hours. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny is, you know, as you guys know, I try to change the intro every couple few years, right? And so I was hunting around, and you know, because this is a, this is a, a you know, it's a podcast that goes all, you know. You know, you got to be careful. You don't want to use copyrighted music. You don't want to use, although, let's be honest, I have, and you know, but you really shouldn't. And so I went to some free streaming sites, and I found that I found that that cut, and I liked it. Um, and I was like, okay, I like this one, but let me. Let me see what else is out there, you know, because this was like like the first or second one I heard. I said, well, let me let me see what else, you know, is out there. And I just kept coming back. <laughs> you know, I would find, I would see, hear something else. I'm like, oh, that's good. But, man, let me go back to that one. Oh, man, that, that shit is joint. All right, let me keep looking, you know. So this is um, just, just so we can um, give credit where credit is due. Um the name of the track is Excavation Work. I don't have the name of whoever composed it or put it together, but it's called Excavation Work. That's the name of the track. So thank you to whoever created it. Thank you for making it free. <laughs> uh, so I'll never get in trouble. And, uh, and I'm happy that all y'all, I'm happy all, you know, that we don't always agree, but we all like that one, you know? So I'm glad. I'm glad we like that one. I'm glad it's hitting. And I'm glad it's, it gets you ready to talk some football because 20 minutes ago I was asleep. So now I'm awake <laughs> ready to talk some football. Okay? Yeah, nigga was not out. Shoot. I had to go to Boston today, you know, met with some people from uh, the Urban League. Great, great day, great, great meeting. But, you know, I was asleep. I was knocked out. But thank God I remember to set my alarm. Or else y'all be sitting here right now wondering, where's T at? <laughs> Blowing up my phone. You know, wondering where I'm at. And I'll be, like, sitting there dreaming, you know. Um, so let, 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 let's get into it, all right? Uh, you know, I want to start. I want to start at the beginning, and we're going to start here, and we're probably going to end here. We're going to start here. We're going to end very often in a few other areas, and we're probably going to end here. But I, I, have, to, I have to go on a, a bit of a rant, but I'm going to try to keep this rant a little shorter than my normal rants. But I have to get this off my chest. And I may have said it last week and the week before, but it deserves to be said again. I am sick and tired of these pundits um, belittling wins. I'm tired of it. I'm, 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 it's, it's like um, I was watching Skip Bayless talk about how the Eagles have had a lot of luck, how they're 20th in defense on this and 30th in defense on that, and Richard Sherman and, and Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson was like, yeah, but they're 10-1. and one. They keep winning. So what difference does it make? And I'm thinking, hmm, so when the Cowboys are 8-3, and three, all you're doing is looking at the records of their opponent and saying they ain't beating anybody. There's no quality win. I literally, I literally 
Jay, Jay was there in the room with me, but he was distracted talking to somebody. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, he was busy uh, getting his ear bent. But I literally, Jay, you remember the guy at the place we were at that had the Tommy Hill gear on, literally mm-hmm. said to me, yeah, but you know, the, 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 he was a Rams fan, just for full disclosure. Yeah, but the Cowboys aren't good. They ain't beat nobody. I said, really? I said, okay. I said, you watch too much TV, bro. I said, so let me ask you a question. I said, uh, Rams won the Super Bowl a few years ago, right? Your team? He goes, yeah. I said, okay. How many teams over 500 did they win that year? Oh, I don't know. I said, oh, okay. I said, remember the year the Patriots went undefeated in the regular season with Randy Moss and all of that? Yeah. I said, how many teams did they beat over 500 during that run? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I said, but we do know that they lost the Super Bowl to the Giants, don't we? Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody know that. Mm-hmm. And we do know your team won the Super Bowl, huh? Yeah, yeah, we know that. I said, oh, okay. I said, so when we look back on wins and losses, history doesn't record or recount the quality of the wins. History doesn't recount whether the teams they beat were good or bad or, or injured or, or, you know, what, what have you. It only shows you what the record is. Right? That's all that we remember. And then we remember what you did in the postseason. Right? We remember Tony Romo fumbling a snap against Seattle. We remember Tony Romo throwing an interception uh, against the Giants, the same Giant team that was 9-7 and seven and went in and beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You know, we remember Aaron Rodgers and, and, and the pass that he made against Dallas in the playoffs. We remember moments. We remember these things. We don't damn sure remember. I don't know. Last year, Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. How many teams did they beat over 500 on the way to the playoffs? I don't remember. Neither do you. So all of this talk, all of this hype about quality wins, it's nice television. It's great for when you do power rankings and you want to say this team is better because they've beaten better teams. That's fine. But to belittle the team and to say they haven't done anything because they haven't beaten anybody is, is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. A win is a win. And, and for these teams to act like the Cowboys or the Dolphins, that's another one that gets that – gets, the Dolphins are a team that put a 70-burger on a team that might make the playoffs. And they put a 70-burger. Let me say this again. In case y'all out there ain't listening, they put a 70-burger on the, on the Broncos who might make the damn playoffs. Did the Broncos quit after that game? Did the Broncos go into hiding? Did the Broncos say, we lost so bad, we're done? Did, 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 did the Dolphins say, well, you know, the Broncos, who were crappy at the time, yeah, that's really not a good win, so, you know, uh, let's not build off of that. Cut it out. Cut it. Stop the madness. I don't want to hear that crap no more. And from now on, when I hear it, I'm calling, I'm calling all y'all out on Twitter. I'm going to Twitter or X. I'm going to X. I'm going to tag you. And I'm calling you out. I'm done with my rant. Does anybody agree or disagree, by the way? I'm just curious what you guys think. You ought to know my response, so I'll let the other two chime in. I'd absolutely agree with you. I mean, what what do they want you to do with 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 those games? You got to keep winning in order to give yourself home field advantage, 
win your division, you know, your your record matters. I don't give a damn with the quality of the team. You still got to win. The, you got to win the game. And we're stopping. It's the same reason. It's the same we're reason why you can't. Why you can't turn around and, uh, uh, you know, just completely and, and utterly guarantee that. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're the worst team. They're, they're gonna they're gonna lose to this team because the game still needs to be played. Yep. So you so therefore. The team is supposed to be the better team. Still got to play as if they're playing one of the best teams in the league because they're coming to take your head off. So, you know, no, yeah, man, I I absolutely agree with you. K Star, what do you think? I mean, it, <clears throat> uh, for me, it's it's like a more or less when you can use like you said earlier. Maybe it's like a tiebreaker when you have you know, teams with very similar records or something else. But, you know, to discount entirely is incorrect. Like, and the thing is, like, the Cowboys have an insane point differential. They're not just beating these teams. They're, like, destroying them, right? So it's like maybe I'd be more sympathetic to the argument if they're speaking by bad teams, but they're not. They're doing what they're supposed to do and then some, you know. And so I think it's, you know, one of those things where media picks and chooses when to apply that standard. You know, there's not really much consistency behind it. But, um, hey, K-Star, your team gets yeah. the same bullshit. You know, up until last week, you got out you got out uh, yarded by every yeah. team. And so that, that was the narrative. Well, you, you win games, you got a winning record, but the teams keep getting more yards than you up until this past week. Then you guys, then you guys get a win, you get more yards, and and they still don't want to believe that you're a playoff team. They st- I'm listening to them. They still don't want to believe that the Steelers are a playoff team, even though the Browns absolutely suck without Deshaun Watson, even though the Bengals absolutely suck without Joe Burrow. I saw both their quarterbacks play. Yeah, good luck with that one. The only team you guys have to worry about is the Ravens. And the same thing with Train. I alluded to in the beginning, right? It was, what, two, three weeks ago? Train lost his mind because they were saying, oh, let's tank. Uh, let's tank. Let's tank the rest of the season. <laughs> Train came on this very show and lost his mind and said, are you guys crazy? All these games left and you want to tank? Oh, guess what I heard on TV today? You know, the Bears, you know, when you look at their schedule, their schedule is kind of favorable. And, you know, that team might slip into the playoffs. Wait a minute. You were just telling them to tank two, three weeks ago. Assholes. Like, I keep receipts. Now, I'm not saying we're perfect on this show. I'm not saying that we haven't, you know, you know, especially K-Star Bayless. I'm not saying that we, we haven't, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, had to contradict ourselves. We, we're not perfect. But not blatant, not blatantly like that. Like, get out of here. It just it it drives me insane that these guys can sit on TV and make millions of dollars, millions. If I was that inaccurate in my job, I'd be fired. If I told my boss, "Here's what I'm gonna go do," and then the next week came back and said, "You know what? Never mind that. Things have changed in a week. I'm gonna go do this." Oh, oh, next week. Oh, never mind that. Hey, um, yeah, um, yeah, we don't need you. <laughs> you can bounce. Thank you very much. Like, doesn't doesn't kind of consistency matter? 
I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I just, it bugs me. It bugs me. It really does. Okay. Um, we're going to get, we're going to get to the Steelers and whether K-Star believes that his team is a playoff team. We're going to get to the Bears. And, you know, we're going to let Train do a little victory lap because Train was the one who said, um, no, you keep playing. Now, now, but the question now with the Bears is, what do you do? You know, do you, do you, do you, yeah, it, it's amazing now that now people are saying Eberflus should keep his job. So we're going to get, we're going to have Train weigh in on Eberflus, Justin Fields, and the Bears. But before we do that, yo, um, we got, we got a hell of a game coming up this weekend. 49ers travel to uh, the link, Philadelphia, to play the Eagles. Somehow the Eagles keep finding a way to win games that, you know, they, they were down. They've been down at half, four games in a row, and have won them all. Uh, they should have definitely lost that game to Buffalo. And in my opinion, should have lost the game to uh, Kansas City. But mark my words, these little close victories going to come home to roost. Ask Minnesota how that works out. Um but I'm curious what you guys think. Now, according to the par rankings, because we all did do par rankings. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, and, I, and I found the par rankings very interesting. For the first time in many weeks, we had the same five teams. Um, and most of the par rankings that I checked had the same five teams as we did. Um, there were a few that slipped the Dolphins in there. Stephen A. Smith had the Dolphins. And because he's a cowboy hater, so, you know, he'll wait until he has no choice. Um, but Shannon Sharp did have the Cowboys at number five. Jeff Saturday had the Cowboys at number five as well. Um, K-Star had the Cowboys at five. JB had him at five. Train had him at four. I had him at three. Um, I told JB this weekend while he was home, I said, even though my power rankings, we all have the Eagles first. It is hard to not count the Eagles as um, number one with a 10-1 and one record. But my eye test right now says 49ers are the best team in football. And shut up, K-Star, because K-Star is going to say, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you guys, I'm going to say, I didn't believe that two weeks ago. I'm going to say when they lost three in a row, you couldn't convince me you're the best team in football. You couldn't convince me you're the best team in the, in the NFC. I'm saying today I believe they're the best team in football based on what I'm seeing right now. I put them alone. Then I put Dallas, Philly, Kansas City. Would I put Baltimore on that second tier? Maybe. But definitely Dallas, Philly, and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs more just because they got that guy. They got that man. Mama, there go that man again. They got that man. They got that monster, Patrick Mahomes. But 49ers are the only team in the NFL that scared the hell out of me right now. Now, we'll see what happens on Sunday. But my question to you guys is, we're going to start right, right here where we're going to finish. Forget records, forget um, uh, 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 looking at both teams right now, because all of you, except for JB, had either the 49ers, let me see, well, there's, there's, a, there's there, let me see, y'all had the 49ers, but 
There's some Chiefs and there's some Ravens in there ahead of the 49ers in your power rankings. So I want you guys to tell me who do you think is the better team. And if you, if you want to throw somebody ahead of either one of these teams, go ahead and do that because I'm intrigued. Because somebody said in their power rankings that they couldn't, they still having a hard time getting past three losses in a row. So where do you guys <laughs> Oh, no. Was that? Yeah, yeah. That's true, 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 true. And he Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my so God. where do you guys see this power struggle? Because we're going to see this play out in NFC in the next two weeks. Eagles host 49ers, then they travel to Dallas. And it could very well be that in two weeks, <clears throat> two weeks from today, that we see three teams in the NFC sitting at 10 and 3. Could be. Train, we'll start with you because you, you were the one who said, man, I can't get past them three losses. So how do you see this picture? Eagles, 49ers, are they, are they the top two teams in the NFL and the NFC or not? I consider the Eagles top team in the, in the, in the league, let alone, let alone NFC. I just, they are, they are, they're resilient and he, no matter what that, score looks looks like man they no one has seemed to be able to put them away uh they past two games they went in against uh kansas city and then next week buffalo and you go in the halftime down and you come back out at the end of the game winning not easy to do against either of those teams so at the end of the day it's, it's going to be eagles for me uh while while i understand san francisco got the beat down on dallas man Dallas did not tuck their head away and was just like, fuck, you know, we can't get past. Dallas looks like world beaters. People say, well, they ain't played nobody. Well, that means they beat the shit out of crappy teams like they were supposed to. So so what do you want them to do? Do do you want them to play softly and so that the garbage team has a chance to beat them? Or do you want them to play like they're supposed to play and how they're supposed to, which is what they have done? And the reason why I put it in there, I'm not – I'm not. Yes, I am not past the three losses in a row because it shows that that team does not have depth beyond those few guys, those those three guys. And McCaffrey came back in the game, and they still did not win. So it lets me know what the limitation is. It's a complete difference between Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy. Jalen Hurts can carry his team. Brock Purdy cannot. Hell, Dak can even carry his team. Well, Brock Purdy cannot. Trent. So when I look I, I, at that, I, no, I'm, I knew Case I was going to be jumping ahead, but go ahead, Trent. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy into San Francisco and what what Shanahan is what Shanahan is doing right now. Um, no different than Dallas, they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. But they literally dropped three in a row to teams that. Did not look good at the time that they played them prior to prior to the teams playing them that week. They they should have been resilient enough to not have three losses in a row like that. Okay, K, K- Star, you obviously want to respond. Yeah, I mean, it's just you talk about resiliency. Okay, so they had those three losses, all close by the way. One consisting of a missed field goal at Cleveland. And you have them come back, beat down the Jaguars, who are 8-3, and three, by 31 fucking points. You have them beat down the Buccaneers. You have them go into Seattle, beat the, beat the, destroy them. Like, 
so I understand that they had that skid, but like to say they're not resilient. I mean, how 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 do you feel that way still when they've rebounded in such a not even just a little bit they they rebounded in such a dominant fashion. In fact, so dominant. Train, did you know the Niners are actually favored over the Eagles in Philadelphia? That is something. What the fuck? What the pundits? That matters. The pundits favor them. Trains. I, trains. I, I, I don't, That's why this is TMD. That's why we have talk, our own talk. fucking let show. Talk. So you, I can you may not, say what I want. You, you may not give a fuck, but it matters. And the reason why it matters to is because... Because some other human being said they should be favored? It's not... Man, get the fuck out of here. That's like, that's like going right. to every game as a Bears fan, like, yeah, man. <clears throat> you know how many games we're favored to win this season? None. <laughs> but but we won. We were in favor last night. We won that one. They care? No, because I, my eye okay, test I mean, tells me. You can Vegas all you want, and that's fine. But to act like that's not a sign. Hey, hey, I mean, K-Star. They're in Vegas. Vegas don't play the fucking game. They, they don't play the game. So I know they don't play the game, but they predict the game, and they're very fucking good at it. And they, they, the reason why they they're predict. predicting – let me tell you why okay. they're, they're, picking, they're okay. picking the Niners. It's because they're a top five unit on offense and defense. They've been dominant. Yes, they went through that little skid. The Eagles have played great. But, I mean, if you look at those Eagles games, and yes, they won, but, damn, dude, that Chiefs game, you saw a fucking drop touchdown, right, in that game. We saw the damn uh, Bills game where they needed – a 60-yard field goal was high and send to overtime. The Eagles have weaknesses, glaring weaknesses on defense. They're getting and San Francisco doesn't have weaknesses? What, what? Can you name them? Mufanga's is out. Is he going to be back? Who? Mufanga, their top safety. Is he going to be back? No, he's, he's out, but they, fuck, they destroyed without him last week. I mean, they destroyed, Tam- they destroyed Tampa Bay. Are we talking about Tampa Bay like that? Really? They destroyed May- Seattle May- at Seattle. It's six oh, okay. I mean... Destroy them. Who? Who? who uh, I'm just asking, oh, what is their weakness? What, are, what are the Niners' weakness? I'm asking, what what are the Niners' weakness? Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy. <laughs> that's, that's the Niners' well, earlier weakness. You made a comment, earlier you made a comment about Jalen Hurts. Brock Purdy. You know what? The thing with the Niners is Purdy doesn't even need to carry that team because they have such a good team around him. Like the Eagles' defense has been letting them down. I mean, you can – They've been winning those games, Trent, but they've been giving up so many damn points, so many damn yards. This is a team that has a glaring weakness in the secondary. I did not call the Niners a bad team, but I'm not going to call them the best team in the league when they took a three-game skid where they should have been resilient enough to win some of those games. So you can do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't give a fuck what Vegas says. You will after this weekend. Of course we'll see after this weekend. That's the whole point. You I'm you build you. up to this point, but from my perspective, I'm not going to choose them just because Vegas said they're favored to win. Who gives a fuck? Vegas haven't played a single game. Before before I'm Jay, sure I'm sure put their money on it. Behind it, the Niners are such a balanced team on both sides of the ball. Their weaknesses are listen. It's hard for you to identify one, right? And the Eagles and the Eagles literally have ran have have beaten Dallas, uh, Chiefs, and Buffalo who we all consider to have franchise quarterbacks and are good teams on both sides of the ball. And yet they've won all, they've beaten all three of those teams. And then they had to do two of them back-to-back weeks. So while you're talking about 
them blowing out Seattle, that's no different than seeing Dallas blow out some of the teams they were, they're supposed to. They are better. They are, they're, they're much better than Seattle. Who, who was who was bought in on Geno Smith? We yes, he he did some good things, but he hasn't looked nowhere like he did last year. So what are we? What are, what are you 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 buying in on on the blowouts on a three game skid? Great, well, I've been buying for a while. Go ahead, but I'm not going to make them the top team. I'm not going to make them the best team in the league because of that. Not so for me. No. On offense and defense, that top five units. I need to when out. they when okay they're about to okay so they're about to play the Eagles. Then we can see what they look like because now it's true two powerhouses going up against each other. But if you ask me right now before they play the game, I go with the Eagles. That's fine. So b- before we let the voice of reason get his view in, I do want to say Vegas done pissed me off because making the Eagles the underdog with the better record at home is giving them bulletin board material and giving them a reason to play even harder. I need, to leave, I need the Eagles to lose this game. Vegas, you can't do this to me. You're giving them reasons to play <laughs> even harder now. I bet you Sirianni got pictures all over the locker room. You know, you're, you're the underdog in your own stadium with a better record. I, I, no one respects you. <laughs> Probably underneath that, they're going to say, Dr. Train and Commissioner T don't respect. No, actually, Dr. Train does, re- does respect you. I guess they'll say, Commissioner T doesn't respect you either. <laughs> All right, JB, you've been very patient. We don't have to call him Mr. Patient instead of the voice of reason. What, do you, what is your thought? Bring some, bring some you know, we got, we got differing opinions. What do you think? Well, for starters, you kind of stole exactly what I was going to say about Vegas making the Eagles the underdog, being that they've got the better record at home. I was like, what the hell are they doing? That is going to light a fire under all 53 players, coaches, trainers, you name it. So I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm as, as they would say on your show, uh, T, the blacklist, I'm flummoxed by that one. <laughs> <laughs> the I looked at the Eagles schedule, what they've done so far. Now they're they're ten and one. Out of their ten wins, seven of them have been by a uh, a one possession game. There's only been a couple on there that were two or more. The Bucks twenty five to eleven, the Dolphins thirty one seventeen, and then oh maybe just those two. They lost to the Jets, 20-14. Oh, the Rams, that's what it was. The Rams, 23-14. All the other victories have been one-possession games. So it's funny you mentioned uh, it it seems to be along the same lines as Minnesota uh, from what we saw just a year ago. Jane makes a good point. T, you make a good point. Everybody makes a good point. And, And bottom line is this. Number one, you are what your record says you are. Number two, there's something to be said about actually watching these teams play. And even though Philly has been able to get by, you still have seven of your ten wins by eight points or less. And at some point, you regress to the meeting. I don't know if it's based upon style of play, style of make fights. I don't know if it's the, the lucky luck of the draw, the ball bouncing your way. I don't know what it is, but at some point, you come back to the meeting. You look at the 49ers. Now, K 
case though, you said that even in those three losses they were closed, Cincinnati actually did blow them out. It was thirty one seventeen. And and they did, that wasn't even a competitive game. Cleveland they, they could have won, they missed a field goal and missed there was another goal. one that was close. So yep. I, I I get that. When you look at a complete football team, forty ers are, are a complete football team when healthy. When healthy. But that's the biggest thing out of all of this is attrition. What are you going to do when your team has key starters, key players that get hurt? What are you going to do? 49ers had key players out, end up losing three straight. You lost three straight. You can't take that away. I feel as though this week coming up is the irresistible force versus the immovable object. Because everything we said about the Eagles, you can't argue. Everything we said about the 49ers, you can't argue. You can't argue either side. We'll have to find out this weekend. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You don't get to do that on this show. You got to do that. This man is riding that fence so hard. Yeah, do man. What? You got to do it. You done took positions. You ain't taking a position. Well, can I finish? <laughs> I, I, I didn't finish. I, I was enjoying the story, I mean, man. I mean, was good. Generally, I mean, everybody else has had a chance to talk. I'm talking. Can 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 I get the patience but on my side? I'm already done. But generally, you make your position, then you validate it with your information. You're giving us all this information. I don't know where you're going. So tell me what you're saying. It's so suspenseful. Exactly. Suspense. I need to answer to the damn question. Pop the popcorn. Right right have now. a coke and a smile. I'm in there. I he ran out of popcorn. This is, this is, <laughs> hey, hey, there's radio, okay? If you want people to follow you, you have to tell them where you're going first. Then you fill it in with why. Oh, Jesus. That is hot on the kettle black. Anyway. I did. Look. I came right out and said it. I said 49ers. And then I said why. And, and, and I'm saying the 49ers also because of the fact that they have the most complete football team when it comes to offense, defense, and special teams. I'm merely stating that I can see both sides of the fence, but if you want to lay rubber to the road, I look at the 49ers. I look at the 49ers because of how they play the game of football. They're probably arguably the most physical football team in the league right now. When they're shooting on all cylinders and find all cylinders, I don't think anybody can stop them. If Buffalo was on all cylinders, if Philly was on all cylinders, we've seen what they did to the Cowboys. When this team is firing all cylinders, I don't see anybody stopping them. Perfect. See, I had no idea where you were going. That's why I jumped in and said, "Okay, you gotta, you gotta tell us where you're going because all it is." Well, give us some damn direction. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know well, where well, you was going. You'll find out. Let me just finish, and you'll find out. Yeah. Well, in the future, though, answer the question, okay? And then you can say whatever you want. But when you go on and on, and you're not answering the question, guys, am I wrong? I want him to think I'm giving him a hard time because he's my brother. But did y'all know where he was going? Tell the truth. I mean, you, uh, you, know. you give him a hard time, but no, I didn't know where he was going. Okay. <laughs> I, I was just saying. <laughs> 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 you give him a hard time and not know where I'm going. It's not like you just wanted to be friends. I was just going to wait for it. It's not like you just want to be friends with me and Train and say we both did a good job. didn't he? That's how you started out. I got to get my voice all I can because if I don't, I ain't going to get hurt. <laughs> you get hurt anytime you want. You get you get hurt anytime you want. But all I ask, all I, all I, all I, 
I, you get her anytime you want. I'm the one that stopped them to get you in here to speak. I'm the one that said, let's get the voice of reason in here. Shoot. Yes. Dilly, well, dilly. Then it went to K-Star. So, yes, I, I, I'm always patiently waiting my turn. I got no problem with that. Okay. And so, well, thank you for, for uh, letting us know your position. So, so we, we've, got, uh, we've got the preponderance of, it, of the evidence suggests that uh, San Francisco, uh, at least I test-wise, is the team. Um, but, you know, train you you are consistent (laughs) um and i can't blame you for being consistent because you are and and you would always be the one guy who would say hey guys they're 10 and 1 for a reason you know i I get i get what's going on you would be the one guy to say hey guys they did lose three in a row that counted too (laughs) you know i know they just beat buffalo and i mean uh no they didn't beat buffalo who the heck did they beat seattle i know they beat seattle but they did lose three in a row, so train you, you you're consistent. I, and I and I and, and and now I'll go where Jay was going. I can't blame you for your position. I cannot. Um and, and honestly you had me thinking. <laughs> you really did. You had me sitting there saying, Damn, shit, he makes a good point. Damn, you know, shit, you know. Um But the the reason why I wanted to start there was because that's the game of the week. Uh, arguably the game of the year, at least until next weekend when the Eagles didn't hit the Dallas to play the Cowboys. Then they'll then that'll be the game of the year. All right. Uh, <laughs> What's that? Oh man, I said the game of the year changes every week. Yeah, it changes every week. Yeah. Oh, All right, let's bring, our, let's bring our old friend. Oh, on. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're not going to sit here and give JB a hard time and then not give your own goddamn take on this game. He did. I gave it first. <laughs> Hey, move be sweet, man. Wake up. I'm a bad. Got to show. I must have missed that part. <laughs> I think I blacked out. I think I blacked out when I heard Trey's answer. Got Sorry. JB uh-huh. saying how, he, how, how, how implying that he never gets to talk, and he got you saying you did, I didn't talk enough. I'm trying not to talk so Bro, much. I'm, I blacked out when I heard Trey's answer. It was maybe so mad. Okay. Hey, we got our buddy nine seven three area code. I haven't talked to him in a while. Let's get him on. Uh, uh, welcome to the show. I haven't heard from you in a while. What's good with you? Well, unfortunately, you know the Eagles are the best team. Are the best team in the uh, NFL, much to my dismay, of course. I give them, I give them credit, but you know they just don't. They just can't seem to do uh, hardly anything wrong, except that one little hiccup they had. I think it was what well, week uh, five or six. Other than that, they've been on target. It would have been nice to team lose against, you know, Buffalo so that uh, the, uh, the Cowboys could have a chance to uh, catch up, but that didn't happen. <sighs> they got away with it in overtime. And, of course, uh, two weeks ago, you know, little brother be big brother. <laughs> I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the Kelsey Bowl, of course. Oh, okay. I was, I was wondering yeah. my brother beat me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that one. That was, that, was, that, was, that was the clue, little brother, big brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I got I have a little brother on the show, so when you said that, I was oh, like, when did my when did my brother beat me? Right. Okay, but yeah, you're right. Remember the Jay win sometimes. Jay doesn't. Actually, he did beat me in fantasy football. That's right, he did. He did beat me. I don't count. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I, you know, right now, anyone who says Philly's the best team in football, I, you, you really can't argue it, and that's why I said that K Star missed it. Um, but I said. 
paper, you know, record-wise, yes, you got to give them best team in football. But my eye test says, man, that San Francisco team scares the heck out of me. I'm not scared of Philly. I'm not. I'm not scared of. I'm not scared of Miami, Buffalo. I'm not scared of any of them teams. The only team I'm afraid of is Philly. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Buffalo it's, it's San Francisco. Let me ask, so, so Carla, are you, 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 you are a, a Dallas fan. Are you afraid of San Francisco? Mm, I was a little skeptical, to be honest with you, when they were losing three in a row, because I had them originally picked to go to the Super Bowl. You know, of course, my Super Bowl pick, I think, has now been thrown out the window because Buffalo has not been behaving like the uh, AFC champions are supposed to be. I mean, they've been uh, losing streak. That whole division now is like a, like a trash dump, the AFC least, as I now can call it. You know, Buffalo looked strong in the beginning of the year, and then now they're just falling apart. So uh, my Super Bowl predictions have now almost been shot to hell. 49ers are, you know, looking like they're they're coming back a bit, but that losing streak, you know, mm, kind of bugging a bit. If Josh Allen learns how to protect the football, they'll be okay. That interception he threw against Philly was a backbreaker. What'd you say? If Josh Allen, and when will that happen? You know, with Josh I, Allen. I don't know if it will. I'm just saying. <laughs> they're they're, they're right there. Thought. Yeah, they're right there. Though. I mean, I mean, you know, they 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 could have won, should have won that game against Philly. Yeah, there's no doubt about have. it. Yeah. Uh, any Buffalo fan out there that's discouraged, your, your team's right there. You, you're just, that's you know, this is, this is <laughs> this is a game of inches. This is a game of, you know, we saw yeah. Dallas couple of plays and they could have beat Philly and Philly, right? There's, 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 there's a yep. number. We, we, we talked about San Francisco losing three in a row. That first loss yeah. was a missed field goal at the end of the game. Yeah. So what happens if that field goal goes in and they win that game? Does the momentum carry them through the next two? We don't know. We'll never know. But this game is, this game is, I mean, these games are close. We, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Which is the way, which is the way it should be. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, take All last right, night's game. It came down with a field goal. What's that? Take last night's game. You know, the Monday night game last night. That came down with a field goal in the last 30 oh, we're seconds. There. We didn't get there yet, but that's coming. That's coming. We're getting there. Okay, just an example, though. <laughs> yep, you're right. You're right. All right. Hey, I right. always appreciate your time. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. All right. So, so, um. So, T. Yes, sir. I'm actually the same question I asked the caller. Why is it that San Francisco scares you when you look at your own team? And before you answer that, what I didn't realize, because I I hadn't caught enough of you guys' games, as I'm seeing you constantly blow out teams, you literally had a cornerback that no one knew about fucking turning to Trayvon Diggs after Trayvon Diggs went injured. So it's like the defense doesn't even miss the beat. As a matter of fact, it would be a little bit more scary if, Trayvon Diggs actually is able to return it at any point this season, along with that little dude on the other side. Well, Diggs, Diggs won't be back. He blew his ACL, so he won't be back this year. But um, and and we I, knew, we knew, you know, he he had a number of interceptions last year as well, playing a part time role. So we knew, and we hoped that he would step up, and he did. Um, so, but 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 I'll answer your question very 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 clearly, and I'm I'm pretty sure JB knows exactly where I'm going. Uh, 42 to 10 this year. Last year, uh, they they knocked us out in the divisional round. The year before, they knocked us out 
in the divisional round. So the last three games, they have our number. And, you know, the two playoff games were one possession games. This year, went into San Francisco feeling good about ourselves, playing well, and they literally, I mean, I mean, so I can get by the Arizona game and say, hey, you know, we just, we just, we just didn't come to play that game. I can, I can, I can dismiss that game as just, you know, you get one of those a year where, you know what, you underestimated the team. It was their Super Bowl. Okay, fine. Boom. We came back the next two weeks and Molly Wap, the team's heading into playing San Francisco and just really felt good about our chances against San Francisco. Felt like after they were the team to knock us out of the playoffs last year and the year before, this was going to be revenge. This was going to be setting the tone for possibly seeing them again for the for the third straight year in the postseason, but sending them a message that we can beat you. That's what we were expecting. Not only did we lose, we didn't show up. Not showing up against Arizona, I can get past because you just, you, you just overlooked them. But this was a team you knew came to play. This was a team you knew had beaten you twice back-to-back years. This was a team that you wanted. You wanted to show them that you were worthy. You wanted to prove to them, and more importantly to yourselves, we can beat this team. And you not only lost, not like the Philly game, where, you know, a foot here, an inch there, whatever, like she said. No, you got, from beginning to end, destroyed by this team. So when you look at this season, and you look at how much Dallas has whooped up on teams that they should whoop up on, that one loss just sticks in my side because it was so lopsided and so bad. And so that combined with how they played since they got back their tackle, since they got back Debo, I'm sitting there like, this team legitimately scares me. And I'm being honest. I don't want to be scared. (laughs) I don't want to be afraid of any team. I'm afraid of this team. I would prefer we don't play them until – the conference championship game, which I'm hoping something happens in, in the standings where we can get home field and they have to come to Dallas to play us because we've been almost unbeatable in Dallas. So I don't want to go to San Francisco and play them. I mean, if that's the way it works out, I'm there and Hey, let's rock. You know, I'll, I'll have a, trust me, that game happens. I'll be this year. Act like this conversation never happens because I'm going to be a whole different person. If that happens in the postseason. But right now, yeah, that team scares me. Before we continue, I I do have to uh, make reference to something I think K-Star will appreciate. Um. I know you had to be pumped uh, Saturday night when CM Punk returned to the WWE. I don't really cover wrestling too tough on this show, but this is one of the all-time just best moves. I've been watching this story for months since he uh, was let go from AEW, and all of the pundits said he's not going to WWE. They don't want him. He's a locker room cancer, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I can point you to where I said months back, he'll end up in the WWE. You know why? Because it's good for business. 
That's why. And if you watched Saturday night, at the very end, they were about to roll the credits to Survivor Series. And then his music hit, his logo came on, and he came out. And I'm telling you, not The Rock, not Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, hell, L.A. Knight now, the new guy on the block. I ain't never heard a pop like what he got, ever. I've been watching wrestling since I was a boy on Illinois Avenue, watching wrestling in the living room while my little brother was taking a nap in the bedroom. Okay? That's how long I've been watching wrestling. Before K-Star was born, I was watching wrestling. And I ain't never seen that. So I had to reference it. And if you're a wrestling fan, yeah. you sit over there just then. K-Star, just real quick, were you pumped? Were you excited? Were you, were you, were you in, oh, in your living room doing the Tebow? I know you were doing your, the Tebow. Yeah, bro. I, listen, I, uh, I was on the same boat as you. I felt like you know, he had bad blood in the AEW, and it didn't work out. But it's just like, why why wouldn't that work out within WWE? Why not come back when business is so hot? You know, WWE is a business first and foremost. And I think, you know, sometimes you learn in life the grass isn't always greener, and he found that out at the other place. And uh, we had one of the best all-time moments as wrestling fans Saturday night, one of the crazy surprises because, i got to be honest, all I thought was going to happen at the very end, I was almost – I'll, you know, I was getting close to turning the TV off because they're both, you know they showed the symbol as if they're rolling credits in many seconds, and then you you hear that static, and then you see everyone light up, and of course, us as fans at home lit up too. It was insane. It was amazing, and uh, even like BBC News, everything covered it. You know, it was that yeah. big. It was a, one of the biggest moments in wrestling history. And you got to give the WWE credit on that one because literally. When they showed uh, up next the uh, press conference, I said, I literally was saying to myself, yep. I can't believe I was wrong. I just knew he was going to come out. You too. And as you the too, words man. were coming out of my mouth, I heard the music. And I thought, ah, there it is. Yep. There it is. So, anyway. That was, had, had to, was incredible. Yeah, it was. All right. Sorry, guys. I had to, die. I had, I had to get that in there because it was just such a great wrestling moment. So, okay. Um, let's, 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 let's switch gears and let's let's hit uh, the Steelers. And I'm curious, uh, K-Star, um, you know, uh, I just love Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I just love Mike Tomlin. <laughs> you know, I hear his interviews, they talking to him, and, you know, he just, you know what, man, we, 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 we love him, right? We got we to gotta hear this one again because, man, this, this is, hold on, I got to find it because, hold on, give me, give me, a, give me, give me a quick second because we got to, we got to hear this one again. We got to hear this one. Shit. Come on now. Play for me. I just told the guys I appreciate the spirit and energy in which they fought. Um, please don't talk to me about more victories and things of that nature. Uh, that'd be disrespectful to those guys in the room. Uh, we, we didn't get the job done. We came up short. Uh, we accept responsibility for that. Um, you know, we will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December because we have to. We won't go into shell. We're going to go into attack mode because uh, that's what's required. But uh, came up short tonight. Mm. Man. Um, K-Star, simple question. Yeah, you guys got to win. Question mm. is, with the Bengals reeling, the Browns reeling, will your team – do what would some have thought the impossible with a questionable quarterback at best? Will you make the playoffs? I believe you're. Are you 
fifth seed now? Let me double check that. I believe that's right. Yes, we are. We are the fifth seed currently. So, you know, season in the day we're in. Um, I Listen, the Steelers put up 400 yards of total offense for the first time in, like, over three years on Sunday. And, you know, there's obviously the direct correlation of firing aligned and terrible offensive coordinator Matt Canada to allow a change in the offense. And it wasn't just, you know, yes, they, they put up plenty of yardage, but, like, they, they actually were throwing in the middle of the field. They were doing different stuff. It wasn't the same stuff that they were doing before that they were more successful doing. They changed what they were doing. And the quarterback, Kenny Pickett, I mean, he's been, he's been really bad this year, to be honest. And he, he played pretty, pretty damn well in this game. So I'm definitely encouraged because our defense is unbelievable. You know, it's top five in the league. T.J. Watt, you know, we have a really, really favorable schedule the rest of the way. Uh, we had teams falling around us through injury to their quarterback via Cincy, via Cleveland. And our next five games are versus the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Colts, the Bengals, and the Seahawks. You know, and this, that seems like a beatable schedule to me. I don't see why we can't at least win 10 games. We already have seven wins. You know, and, and three of the next five are at home. So not only do we have signs of life on offense, our defense has been dominant, but we also have an easy schedule where teams are falling behind because of injury. It just seems like it's a perfect opportunity for us to make the playoffs. I don't think we make it. JB, let me ask you this. If you're a Steelers fan with with a questionable quarterback, um, one would say backing into the playoffs because the because you know two other teams lost their starting quarterback. Do you want to go to the playoffs? Do you feel like the Steelers? Put yourself, you know, as a Steeler fan for a minute. I know you might start getting hives or something, but work with me here. Um, do you think the Steelers would have any shot against a Kansas City or a Denver who might slide in or Miami or any of the teams that we pretty much, you know, or, you know Ravens who they do have to play in Week 18? Do you even, you know, is it just delaying the inevitable or do they have a puncher's chance? Well, I mean, they've got a puncher's chance because of the fact that they've got Tomlin as a coach. I mean, the guy's been coaching, what, 15 years, 16 years now? Never had a losing mm-hmm. season. He's, um, the, the they make the plays when they need to, even with the suspect play at quarterback. We always have talked about coaching quarterback in this show from damn near day one. And, all right, quarterback a little suspect, but they have such a such a high IQ coach that he can he can put a little bit of uh, deodorant on what stinks on that team. And you got opportunistic defense at times that knows how to step up when they need to step up. So uh, they have a puncher's chance, like you you had asked me. Um, and and you, no matter what, as a fan of of that team, you go in wanting them to do the best possible play that they can. And making the playoffs is it. Go for it. They got a shot. They got a shot. So let's stick to this same theme, but let's switch teams. Not that we're done talking about the Steelers, but I think we've got a similar situation in Chicago, and I want to give Train a chance to circle the wagons a bit and to tell all them uh, uh, pundits out there, fuck you, because I was right and they were wrong. In other words, he was right and they was wrong. Um, 
you know, train, we, we went, we heard them telling your team to tank games and sit Justin Fields and you lost your mind. You came on this show. You actually texted us first. And then I gave you time on the show to express yourself and you went off. Like, what are they talking about? So, K-Star is sitting there looking forward to, he got a favorable schedule in Pittsburgh, got a pretty decent defense, um, actually saw his offense pick up some steam and, and, and get 400-plus yards and a win. Now I'm asking you, we saw Justin Fields, and uh, I think uh, the Joshua Dobbs love train is over. <laughs> oh, damn time. God, Dobbs. <laughs> So what are you, you know, first of all, I already, first of all, go ahead, just say whatever you want to say, because I know you want to, I know you want your penance. So go ahead, bro. Take, take, take the, take the mic. Man, let me tell you something. I wouldn't love more than to see my team win five straight. Because at the end of the day, it just lets me know that you now understand how to win games. Um. I'm I'm just concerned with the way we had to win last night's game and then the way you historically lost the game before. It just questions the ability to close out games. I have I have no doubt. We got Detroit. Matter of fact, let me see. we got home Detroit at Cleveland without Deshaun. On the road, I mean at home with the Cardinals, at home against the Falcons, and then we wrap up the season on the road to Green Bay, who we hate, you know, more than life itself. But in, anyway, uh, dude, they can absolutely win out. Whether it gives them in a playoff picture depends on uh, how much other NFC teams fall to the wayside because I, I think you got to have ten wins, you know, uh, which I think the other some other teams are more than capable of getting. But I just don't know if we can close out games, man. That's still that's still a question. They, they they can beat up on some teams, but can you just close out with the dub? You know, and I and I will say, a few weeks back, you were you were, you know, pondering, um, you know, your team and feeling kind of low about your team. And I believe your boy here said, man, you keep that you keep that energy alive, man. You 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 keep the hope alive, even as a fan with no hope in sight. You keep that hope alive because you just never know. And that's the beauty about football is we never know, you know, and, and Hey, you know, we got teams riding high and we saw the 49ers riding high and then they went on a skid and now they're riding high again. You know, the Eagles are riding high. I predict they're going to go on a two game skid. That's my prediction. They're going to lose to the 49ers and they're going to lose to the Cowboys. And so this, this, all this stuff is fragile. You know, you you as good as you as good as right now. <laughs> what we see right now is what you was good at. You know, but and but as fans, I, we gotta keep the faith. You know. I mean, you know, I, I just the thing I'll add is that when you look at Matt Eberflus, uh, especially after getting Montez Sweat, oh my God, that dude is a ridiculous defense coordinator. I, I don't know what the coach fans were saying after he left. I'm like, oh, our defense would be better. Yeah, we see what your defense is doing now. That dude is ridiculous. <laughs> when he wants, when he's, I want him to fight for his life damn near every week. Because when he, when he, when I look at him on the side, I look like he's fighting for his life, the defense plays like it. You know, so I give him, I give him that. 
But on the offensive side, man, I'm, I'm scratching my head. I don't know if it's Getsy. I don't know if it's Fields. Or it's just a combination of them two just fucking it up whenever they get a chance to. I don't. I, I, I literally I'm watching the game like, okay, so you didn't see that open guy. Wait, you, you had him throw another bubble screen after they after they damn near picked off the last one? Wow, okay. Wait, you have no defense against this guy's blitz? Okay, well, oh, so you didn't want to run a slant route even though he's damn near 15 yards off the guy. Okay, what am I watching? Mm. <laughs> Let me ask you, did any of y'all see that last night? Because this, this is one of the homework games. And yeah. I, yeah. Do y'all see what exactly what I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely. Oh, 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 oh. I'm trying to be positive, bro. I'm trying to. I'm trying. To, it's holiday time. You know what I'm saying? It's Christmas time. I don't want you to be positive. I want you to be football. <laughs> um, the question on who your quarterback should be for next year is a valid one. The question on who your head coach should be for next year is also a valid one. Although, I would start to lean toward giving him another year. Um because your team could have went and, and folded tent and hid, and they're not. Clearly, they are still playing for him. So I would lean toward, and, and having had Iberflus in Dallas, um, I know he's a good coach. So I would, I would keep him one more year. Frankly, I would also keep Justin Fields, because I think he's savable. I think part of what we're seeing, and – there were times that I was scratching my head like, huh? <laughs> You're an NFL quarterback and you did what? <laughs> Shit. I, I I never played quarterback in my life and I knew what what the play was supposed to be. What the hell is you doing, son? Um But I'm wondering if you guys went and got um what's his name? Jay uh the 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 junior wide receiver, such and such junior. You Bob know, has my Bob has a junior, yes. Thank you. Yes. So dream with me for a minute, Train. JB, you're my college football expert here. Uh, K-Star, I know you watch some college too, but what happens if they go – they got the number one pick, right? What happens if y'all go get Marvin Harrison Jr., put him on the other side of DJ Moore? Do you think we're giving Fields better tools? Do you think maybe he's got – uh, you know, he can raise his level with better tools. I think he can look at, look at, you talk about Brock Purdy. We we literally just had a conversation of Philly and San Francisco and, and K-Star said to you train, what's the weakness with, when you said Brock Purdy, and I would agree, by the way, I don't know that if Philly, if San Francisco is down 14 points that Brock Purdy can engineer that kind of comeback. We've seen Jalen Hurts do it over and over again, but look at the damn tools both of them guys have. And then you look at what, what uh, Justin Fields have, and you say, outside of D.J. Moore, who's he throwing to? Put Marvin Harrison Jr. out there. Tell me I'm wrong. Train, J.B., K-Star, one of y'all. I'm just saying. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. Listen, you're, you're definitely not wrong. Um, uh, and and I, don't say, I don't necessarily say this in a, in a rebuttal because you made a statement that you believe he's fixable. Oh, uh, What's infuriating with Fields is when you do have the NFL throw, the window that's sitting for you 15 to 20 yards downfield and you come off of it. Like, it's like don't come off of that. Those are the throws you got to make. Those are the throws that are daggers to defenses and all of a sudden the defense coordinator doesn't even have an answer because you just hit him in the mouth. 
and that's the step. Will Marvin Harrison help him take Marvin Harrison Jr. help him take that? I don't know, but he. I need to see that in the last five games. Tom Browns, it's right okay. there. The dude just came over. He's he's in he's he's in the pocket. Hit it, and I promise you, the defense coordinator on the side of the field will be like, "Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect him to do that." Let's um, let's get in the huddle. We we need a new plan. New plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's so, all I'm saying. So so so. I am I am um I am echoing in my head how hard my brother laughs when I say he could talk anytime he wants and he cracked up and I could picture him cracking up holding his stomach laughing. JB, I'd love to give you the floor cuz I want to make sure that you're given equal time. Is there anything you'd like to add? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually got the stitches to my side right now. Um I'm I'm trying to figure out what else can Chicago do? to get Justin Fields weapons. I mean, they had more, they had commit. They, um, they tried, um, was it Claypool? They tried before that didn't work. Uh, and I don't blame that on fields or the staff. It's more Claypool. Thank you. I don't know. If, I don't know if having Harrison junior is going to make that big of a difference. When I look at the play calling and I look at the fundamentals, Sometimes I do feel as though what, what Phil said in the beginning when we talked about this thing back in September when he was basically saying he's overcoached, I, I still go back to that. And I think there's a lot of truth in that still. And I don't know if they can write that shit with him. I, I think really it's time to cut bait and go a different direction because I don't know what else he can prove or show that's going to sway people's minds, at least the naysayers in, in this particular case, to make them think otherwise. And it, it just seems as though there's a disconnect between coaching staff and Justin Fields. So bringing all the players that you want, bringing this, bringing that, until that dynamic gets fixed and then I don't see it getting fixed, I don't think any type of draft choice or play acquisition is going to change it. So, so, so just so I can hold your feet to as far as I can understand what your what your decision would be, because I'm uh, it sounds like you said one thing is your decision would be move on from Fields and keep the coaching staff, move on from the coaching staff and give Fields a better coaching staff, or move on from both. I move on from both because I don't have 100 percent faith in the coaching staff either. Just wipe the slate clean and start fresh because I just don't have the confidence that the coaching staff, if they bring in somebody else, they're not going to screw with his mind. I don't so, think that is going to be able to, even with the new coaching staff, because I think it's just too long in the tooth to get him to get his shit right. I say wipe the slate clean and start over. So, Jay, let me let me just jump in and ask you this, because you watch more college football on one Saturday than I probably watched in my entire life. So, Caleb Williams, I believe, is the guy that's pretty much predicted to be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Am I right about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I put him there. Yep. Okay. So have, uh, is he showing anything that Fields did not show in college? Mm. Oh, man. That's Damn, tough. I that's like the way you were just worded that question. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and, it, and it's hard to answer it because it's two different offensive schemes. Sure, I think sure. The, 
the, the USC offensive scheme is more pro style than it was with Fields when he was at Ohio State. So I think I, I think I, that go ahead, well, finish, go ahead. I, I think I think from what I have seen, based upon how it can translate to the to the pro level, I was I like Caleb Williams' skill set for how it will translate to the pro level a bit better than Fields. Okay. My point in asking you that is I'm just wondering are we setting Caleb up for disappointment starting over in Chicago with they've just picked up two years ago a number one draft pick and he is not what we thought and we could definitely say that coaching has something to do with it. Okay, we don't know to what degree because we're not there, but there's no doubt about coaching has something to do with him not being. I'm just wondering, you know, do we get rid of, with your logic, then do we say, okay, I could, I could burn that number one pick on another quarterback, trade uh, Justin Fields, see what I get for him, or I can keep my first-round draft pick, hire a new head coach, bring in a – you know, Frank Reich, I don't know. I'm throwing that out there because he was a quarterback. And to all accounts, a lot of people, although he's saying he probably done, you know, being a coach, but I don't know who you bring in, but do you bring somebody in to work with Justin and then go and get a Marvin Harrison Jr. or someone? Like, does the team, and, and maybe train, maybe you're better than asked than JB only. I'm asking JB only for the college perspective, but I'm looking at the Bears and saying, what's going to make them a better team to start a next season? That's what, that's as a football person, that's what I'm looking at. I'm not convinced that walking away from Justin Fields and bringing in another quarterback and burning that pick. I know you got two first round picks, I know you got two top 10 picks, but man, if you use them two top 10 picks on that offense, you know, wide receiver, maybe an offensive lineman or something. I, I don't know. But, man, could that team – could now we be looking at the cream of the crop in, in, in the NFC North? I'm just throwing that out there. I don't really care. JB, Train, any of you guys want to jump in? I, I want to I hear from – I want to hear from K-Star because that's, that's, that's the question. That is where I am, T, when it, when it comes to all. And so I like the way you worded the question to, uh, to, to JB in the sense of, seen anything different from Caleb Williams in college. Right. You know, versus Trenchard because yeah, I've I've watched games of Caleb Williams and uh he holds on to the ball for a long fucking time. Yep, he's looking to make a play. But he does hold on to the ball. It's one of the same issues that Justin Fields has. Now, Caleb may have a tendency to pull the trigger quicker than Justin, he may be able to see some things in defenses quicker than Justin. I do not know that from watching him on the college level, though, not from the games that I've seen. I can't, I, I can't say it. You know, um, and I'm trying to check out games of Michael Penix, and, and I haven't seen much of Drake May. I like what I've seen from Michael Penix. I just consider him a very just disciplined quarterback, and a man has an arm like crazy. Um, but he definitely sticks to the script, and he leans hard on the and that, and that team leans hard on the run on the run game, which is exactly what Chicago does with the current coaching staff. So at there there is no guarantee that 
taking the draft capital that we have, going to get a quarterback and then maybe another offensive line lineman will make us better offensively than where we are now because it would be a rookie quarterback. Still got five games. But K Star, what do you do? You sell the franchise? <laughs> sell the franchise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, Train, the question to you is, is Justin Fields improving? Is he showing improvement within the season? I'm or is he getting the ball out? I'm asking you well, from the you, game last night, bro. <laughs> like, that was the like homework it. game. I, I, I know, but I haven't watched, you know what I'm saying, I haven't watched, like, too, too much. Yeah, he looked, he looked like he was making better decision-making last night, getting the ball out quicker than I had seen him previously. I don't know if that was, that was just one game or let, that was last three. Let me ask you. Let me ask you an extremely unfair question. Mind you, I just already set the precedence of the question I'm about to ask you. So answer it. Damn it. Don't don't give me shit. Based on last night, based on what you've seen in college, would you cut him? Would you would you move on from him? Oh, that's so Or would you say I want to see more? Hey Trey, that's an unfair no. question, Okay. <laughs> it's on purpose, but I'm and I'm 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 pinning him because I just I, I we've watched enough football to know what we need to see in an NFL quarterback. So you watched last night's game, you saw him play, you've seen some bit of college with Caleb and I mean they fucking Brick put him on TV every every freaking week, uh, along with Michael Penix. Now uh, haven't seen much of Drake May, but do you move on from Justin? Um, I'd say no, actually. And, and I wasn't really a big fan of Fields' rookie year. But from what I have seen recently, and he didn't play well earlier in the year, he seems to be playing, like, a good, like fundamentally making the right decisions in terms of getting the ball out quick. Like, showing signs that he can develop as a player, as a quarterback with the fundamentals. And, like, if that's the case, you're getting the player that could be further along than even Caleb Williams is out of college. Right, I mean, these are still unknown quantities. We thought Fields was going to come in and dominate. That didn't happen. We didn't know Stroud was going to come in and be as dominant as he's been as a rookie. We just don't know. If it was Fields, at least you're getting signs of life. And think about that. You gave him DJ Moore. That's helping. You know, Cole Komet's a decent player. But like he said, if you give him like a Marvin Harrison Jr., like why can't a further ascension be made if he's already making some gradual improvement? where the previous knot was he does not get the ball out of his hand quickly enough. Okay, now he's showing that improvement. So why not give him another weapon to where he can take his hand to another level rather than recycling and starting all over again? And maybe, maybe come out, coming out of the draft and having similar questions about Caleb Williams. Man, they got, that guy has a future. Yeah, I'm not, it's not nothing. I'm just saying that, like, we say that a lot, right? Yeah. If you were to play our tapes prior to Justin Fields being drafted, we were singing his praises. Quarterback? Were. Quarterback? Yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> right? You know, so we can say that, and yeah, he definitely looks, he definitely looks really good. It's not a knock on him. It's just yeah. like, as far as, a, it's more of a process question. Like, would you want to reset the process completely, or do you want to invest in a player who has shown improvement, who has a raw capacity that Caleb Williams probably possesses 
but is showing enough fundamental improvement to his game to where maybe you can work with him and just give him weapons to keep building on that. And for me, I would hey. rather do that and keep building around him. Hey, hey, Train, on your specific question, last night I, I wouldn't take either one of them damn quarterbacks I saw last night, be totally honest with you. If that, if that was the sole decision maker and I'm coming in evaluating quarterbacks and someone's asking me, okay, you get to start your franchise, pick one of these quarterbacks, I'd say, shit, let me, let me throw some shoulder pads on and I'll go out there and play. I ain't taking either one of these guys. That's what I saw last night. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I saw, I think, um, my little bias because I saw a lot of the Detroit game too, and he played really well in that game, like really, really well. And so, yeah, um, yeah, I just, you know, divisional yeah. game last night. I just think he's shown some improvement, and I think that yeah. it's worth investing in. Yeah. Hey, JB, anything to add? I don't want you to feel like you can't, you know, chime in. <laughs> just inconsistent. inconsistent. That's all. I mean, you can bring in other weapons and whatnot. Like I said, with the coaching staff. If they had let him use his legs more from his rookie season onward, because I thought his rookie season he started to show some flashes, but they seem to have gotten in his head and try to change the way he views the game and make him more of a pocket passer when he could have been a, a bit like a Jalen Hurts where he can get the ball downfield but use his legs when he needs to. And I think they just confused him on what he needs to do from the quarterback position. So, Weapons or no weapons, it's just too much. Too much start fresh. Okay. Okay. Um, power rankings, NFL power rankings just came out. Eagles one, Ravens two, 49ers three, um, Chiefs four, Cowboys five. Drop down to number nine. And who cracks the top ten? It ain't the Bears. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers at seven Woo! and four, number nine on the par rankings. Who would have thunk it? Go Steelers. Okay. Um, all right. Before we get on out of here, I want to give each of you an opportunity to say anything you want. This ain't final thoughts yet. This is, hey, if there's anything that we missed, I'm going to start doing this because – you know, I heard my brother. I heard what he said. So I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to be heard. No, honestly, I know I talk a lot, but it's what I do. It's who I am. I, I don't run from that. But um, I'm going to start with JB. Anything you want to add or anything uh, – or, or is there another direction you want to go on anything we've discussed? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious to get folks' thoughts on what Bill Belichick is going to do next. There's been a lot of chatter about – this being his last year, there's been a lot of chatter about Kraft going to fire him. There's been a lot of chatter about he's got his next opportunity lined up. I, who the hell knows? I'm curious just to see what y'all thoughts are or if you even give a damn. Ooh, 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 can I go first? <laughs> um, as the only resident of New England currently, that same guy who said that Dallas had no good wins also said it's pretty clear that uh, Belichick, uh, that Brady was the reason that the Patriots won all those Super Bowls and not Belichick. Now everybody wants to come out and say that. And I said, my response to him was, it's easy to say now. You do know that Brady handpicked the team that he went to, and he picked a team that was loaded. It's not like he went to a team that was 3-13 and or 3-14 and and turned them around in a year or two and won a Super Bowl. He went to a team that he knew had a great defense 
had weapons on offense, and literally just needed a good quarterback, which at that time he was still good to great. And they went in and won the Super Bowl, and then a year later they, you know, they, they were done. I said, so I'm not so quick to say that it was all Tom Brady. Sorry, I'm just not. Because on this show, we talk quarterbacks and head coaches. Um, I think there is a chance that I don't, I don't see Brady, I don't see Belichick getting fired. I don't see any of that hot seat stuff they're talking about. I don't see it. I do think there is a, light, there is a possibility that they rethink the general manager, player personnel role. He does not have a strong history in that area. And so if I'm Robert Kraft, I could sit down with my legendary Hall of Fame coach and say, Bill, when it comes to what you do on the field, there's no one better. When it comes to what you do in the front office, there's a lot to be desired. Can we talk about maybe shifting those duties? Um, you know, and, 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 and how that looks, I, I don't know. But I could see that happening, but I don't think, I don't think his job is in jeopardy. You can't, you don't bring, come on, you don't bring six Super Bowls to a team and then have a couple of bad years and get fired. I I don't see it at all. So um, great, great, great question, JB. Uh, uh, K-Star on that, on that topic that Jay brought up, what do you think? Yeah, of the same belief, I don't think you move on from a few down years. I mean, Replacing the Hall of Fame, probably best quarterback of all time. Like, what do you expect to happen? It, you know, for for success to just continue on. You know, like like nothing happened. Like he didn't leave. Like it's just, you know, it's obviously a rebuilding process for them. And I think you, you know, give us some time. You earned that, right? Train, what do you think? I expect him to draft him a damn quarterback. That's what I expect him to do. Shit, that's what we need. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> yep. Draft a quarterback. That's what you need. That's, that's all you can do. Now we'll find that clip. Quarterback. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but that was that was great. That was a great question because that's certainly something that's being bounced around uh, on all the shows and. I love when these guys just want to just send Belichick out to pasture. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, I don't know Bob Kraft. I've had the pleasure of speaking with him on more than one occasion. Um, and I'm not saying he would remember me um, at all, but I, I've had the pleasure of speaking with him. I actually like him. I actually think he's a really good guy. Um, obviously, he's brilliant, you know, um, but I don't, I just can't see him turning his back on, um, you know, when Belichick wanted to move on from Brady several years ago and give the reins to Garoppolo, it was, it was Kraft who said no. And a lot of that was loyalty. It wasn't Kraft questioning Belichick's football acumen. It was Kraft saying, I, I'm not turning my back on a guy that at that time, I believe maybe hit one five. I think he won one more after that. Um, so I don't think Kraft is now going to turn his back on his legendary Hall of Fame coach. I just I don't see it. But JB, what do you think? You 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 raise the issue. You get to answer your own question. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I don't see him turning his back on the Hall of Fame coach. Um, and I also agree too. I don't think it was all Tom Brady. I think it was a matter of Brady being in the right place at the right time, and Belichick also being at the right place at the right time with the quality of players that they had. They weren't 
there weren't any superstars, super, super, duper superstars, but they all played a specific role, and that's how they were able to get to the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, win championships. I think it was a collective unit all in sync with one another. So I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I don't think that um, that Kraft can just turn a blind eye to him and just fire him. I don't see that happening. Train's funny. I just better go draft him a damn quarterback. <laughs> All right. Dr. Train, the floor is yours. Anything you want to add, question, comment, anything before? This again, the same final thoughts. This is open forum. Anything that we might have missed that you want to touch on? Oh, man. It's like before the show, I had something. We can go to K Star and circle back to you if you like. Well, you know what? Um, and some people have probably already talked about it on release on the show. So, you know, <laughs> Tom Brady done retired, man. <laughs> but man, he talking bad about the days NFL. <laughs> man, <laughs> he's roasting the product right now. <laughs> he can't play the ten years away. He talking. Oh my God. I'm just like, wow, really, Freddie? <laughs> Um, you know, because of his success, I'm not even going to argue with the dude, but <laughs> damn, that's all I could say. I partly, I just, I partly, I partly understand where he's coming from. Um, T, when we called out the four horsemen, right, we haven't even talked about that in a minute. But there's a reason why. When we brought, when we came with those first four horsemen, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, there was nothing like them. Like this all four at the same time. There was nothing like them, Blaney. They were quintessential, I can carry my fucking team by my fucking self. <laughs> Just Thanks. give me the ball. Just give me a minute. And Ben Roethlisberger as well. Yeah. yeah. No, not Big Ben. Sorry. Um, yes. But th- that's what they were. And that's what. So when he's when I hear his statements, that's that's what comes to mind. Like man, sort of has a point. I'll, I'll I don't know you guys' thoughts on 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 that dude grossing the league now. <laughs> I'll add this. Um, I'm not saying anything he's saying is wrong. I'm saying did you did you not remember why some of the things are the way they are that you had something to do with that? Like like you might be right, but you were in the league, and especially when we talk about you know well, I never threw you know you can't hit the defensive players anymore, dude. You were the one sitting there calling for a freaking flag after every play. You were the one, you know, someone breathe on you, it's a flag. Someone, you know, grazes your receiver, you're running down a field with your arms in the air. Like, you know, and you're Tom Brady. Like, that shit matters. It's not like it. It's not like it's, you know, you know, Josh, <laughs> Joshua Fields doing it. You know what I mean? This is you doing it. You know, I mean, Justin Fields, this is you doing it. Like, you created some of the things that you now despise. I would have waited a little bit longer, dude. Now, now I know you're getting ready for your TV career. I know you're getting ready to go work for Fox, okay? But uh, I, I just, I, you smell it? Yeah, I smell a little hypocrite there. That's all I'm saying. I say any wrong, 
But I'm just saying, dude, uh, not from you. Any, I, either, you guys got anything to add, JB? K-Star? Yeah, I think I think he's perfect to speak to it because he played in like almost three different fucking eras of football. You know, like he was successful in each and every single one of them. So he's seen the game evolve, and yeah, he's definitely been a part of why it's. I don't even know if evolved the right word, but change and um. I don't know, man. I mean, he's played in all the era. He's won bowls in all the eras. So, yeah, he definitely used the modern-day rule to his benefit. That's just him being a smart competitor. Um, but we also saw him succeed when it wasn't like that, you know, when the game was. Yeah, but I, you think he's being a bit of a hypocrite that criticized a little, the, the a little, system that he helped build? Be. Yeah, I also think like he should he should take on the role of an ambassador if he thinks the game is if he thinks the game is falling off a little bit too. Well, then so it's like it. one of those things. I'm I, I sorry to interrupt you, but then then he should own it. He can come out and criticize of it. He could say, yeah, you know, I know I had something to do with it, or I yeah. you know I benefited from it. You know, I, yeah, I, I could I could see you saying, okay, hey, let's keep it real. I use those rules to my benefit. You know what I mean? I, I even campaigned for those rules. But now that I'm outside looking in, I think they suck. Okay, cool. But you're talking about it like you ain't played in a decade, and you're looking back on it like, what what has this league turned into? Bro, you were just here last year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what more he has to say, but he definitely should be, I think, the master of the game, that's for sure. I agree. No, I, he shouldn't have said anything. I mean, it's Tom Brady Jr., not Tom Brady Sr. You, you literally just retired. Don't say anything. Isn't he, isn't he part owner of the Raiders, too? Yes, yes he is. My, my so I, I run the tuck rule <laughs> was from him, and now he's the part owner of the team that was against him in, the, in, that, in that game. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> nah, That's that wasn't it. That wasn't a new rule. That's, that, I'm just, that, that's just real funny. But, no, I shouldn't have said anything. Just let it go. Just let it go. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Um, K-Star, open forum. Anything you want to add? Anything you want to – question you want to post or anything? No, I'm good, man. We You're covered good? a lot. Yeah, yeah, we did. Plus, K-Star, K-Star got his girl standing there with a rolling pin in her hand saying, you going to hurry up and get off the show? You going to hurry up? <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing that I will add as part of the open forum is – uh, Shaq Leonard visited Dallas today and left without a contract, and he's planning to visit Philly later this week. Not saying we won't sign him. I hope we, I would hope that we would have. But Jerry's not one to let people leave Dallas without a contract. So the fact that he left without a contract is not encouraging. Uh, I'm disappointed. Uh, I, I think he could definitely help Dallas. Vanderesh is out, maybe, done for, maybe not only done for the year, but could be done for his career. Uh, we do have a, a – a, a, Sean Evans, who was a pretty good linebacker on the practice squad that we signed a few weeks ago. So there's a possibility he comes in and gets some playing time. But this would have been great. And so I'll just say I'm disappointed that Jerry let one get away without a contract. Now he's going to Philly on top of on every on top of every else. I mean, Randy Gregory, we, 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 we had him sign a couple years ago, lost him to Denver for the same contract. Denver releases him, and then he ends up in San Francisco. You know, I, I, I'm tired of seeing all these players end up everywhere except Dallas. It'd be nice for us to get one of these guys. That's all I'm saying. 
Marcus Peters is out there. Now, I don't know if he's what he used to be. He wasn't all pro. He just got released. Uh, I'm not really sure why, but and, and I'm not sure that we need a cornerback, maybe for depth, uh, you know, but I just, you know, never stop trying to make your team better, Dallas, okay? Because that's what San Francisco did. That's what Philly's doing. That's what some of the top teams are doing. The Chiefs, you know, that's all. That's all I got. That's it. Okay. I think I'm done, too. I'm tired. Good show, guys. All right. Final words. We'll start with, hey, I don't think we've heard enough from JB. So let's start with JB. Two things. One, <laughs> championship weekend in college football. So Oregon, Washington for the Pac-12 on Friday night. Then you've got, and I'm just not going to go through all of them, but just the big headliners, SEC championship, Georgia and Alabama. Uh, ACC championship, Louisville, Florida State, and Big Ten, Michigan, Iowa. Those are going to be the the highlights of the weekend. So even if you're not a huge college football fan, if you can tune into one of those or a few of those, uh, that should be a uh, a good set of games to watch. Um, so that's starters. Lastly, there's phases to the season. Uh, first phase, the first quarter, first five games. Next phase is the race to Thanksgiving, and then from Thanksgiving on into the, the end of the, the regular season, and we're at that point now. That's where we're going to start to see teams jockeying for position. We're going to see teams that are on rolls, like the Broncos, all of a sudden winning five straight, don't know what's going to happen with them. They might fizzle out. They might continue to make the push. NFC is top-heavy between Dallas, Philly, and, and San Fran. So um, now's the time to really tune in and pay attention to the style of play, how they play. And, and what the uh, the outcome is. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, K-Star. Yeah, I'm actually going to shout out T. Um, you got a big win over me in fantasy ball, our league EAFL. We put yeah. a, he put a 166, I put a 145. I beat everyone else besides him that week. So we uh, definitely showed Cobra, out. Cobra, Cobra also put up 166, so he didn't beat Cobra. He did? As he, yeah, as, he took, oh. as he took down JV. Oh, I see it once. Wow, okay. Um, Wait, did I win? I don't even know if I won. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, you know, <laughs> shout out to T. We are all Damn, four of us. Damn, you ain't going to answer the call. question. <laughs> <laughs> on, all four of us. You did win, by the way. All four of us are uh, in the top four in scoring. Seems like that's going to be... Um, finishes that with only two weeks left to go on the regular season, and me and Train play this week. So, oh, I'm about to get in that ass. <laughs> hey, Josh Allen, come by, bro. Josh Allen, brother, why I get in that ass like tissue? <laughs> Buck, who's my quarterback? Okay, sorry, K Star. I know we kept interrupting you. You good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Train, final thoughts. Man, from the words of Mike Tomlin, we gonna unleash hell on this next month. Starting with a bye week, though. Gotta take the time <laughs> off for you, for you, <laughs> for you getting people's ass. You know what I'm saying? Gotta take, gotta take a bye week. You know. Um, gonna miss you guys next week. Uh, probably won't get a chance to see much football this weekend. I may end up missing the college game because that's what I want to see the most, really. Um, because it's a championship weekend. Um. I'll be in Cartagena, so celebrating a partner of mine's 50th birthday, so 
uh, should be fun, should be relaxing. It must be and, nice. And uh, take my mind away from, you know, Bears on a bye week, I'll take a bye week. That's how we roll. That is how I am tied to the team because I promise you, they'll make a guy have a heart attack with the way they play right now. So we'll see what happens after the bye week. Hopefully they finish strong. We'll see whether Fields will be the man. Uh, if y'all, if, since you did watch the game last night, you should have caught, you definitely should have caught them putting the camera on pose a couple of times. <laughs> As pose is like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> he was not happy. He was not happy as a GM at all. So, um, uh, outside of that, um, man, enjoy football this weekend. Should be exciting. And you say the Oregon game is on Friday night? Damn it. Yeah. Oh, well. A um, couple things. Darren Woodson is a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame class of 2024. Uh, I hope he gets selected. He is uh, one of the most underrated uh, defensive players out there. Um, you know, it, it, he was an integral part of the three Super Bowl uh, championships, Dallas. Uh, he, he was just an incredible captain, incredible, uh, could cover, could run. He was a converted linebacker, converted to strong safety. And in that era, he defined, I mean, when you think about Darren Woodson, he played in the same era with Ronnie Lott and uh, some other really strong safeties. And, you know, when you look at some of the younger safeties, um, a lot of them look up to what Darren Woodson did. I mean, Roy Williams came in as a, as a thumper uh, for a few years and played opposite Darren Woodson and always talked about, what Darren taught him on how to play the game. Um, so congratulations. I hope he makes it. Um, statistically, he may not have the stats, but he's got the three rings. He's got the impact on the game, um, and he was a hell of a leader. So I hope he gets in. And secondly, I want to congratulate Dak Prescott. Um, he is going to be a daddy for the first time. And uh, uh, it looks like his girlfriend I was expecting in March. And, you know, this is a guy who lost his mom to cancer. He lost one of his brothers to suicide. I mean, you can, you can Google, I think there's a chunky soup commercial out there with him and his two brothers. And one of those two brothers um, committed suicide. And you want to talk about resiliency and, and, you know, this guy is the epitome of a leader, epitome of a, of a man, and just love having him as our quarterback. We've been lucky to have some really, you know, between him and Romo, you know, post Troy Aikman, you know, we were lucky. And I, I just want to say, regardless of what happens on the field, uh, congratulations. Uh, I've been there. My brother's been there. K-Star's been there. You know, we waiting on train. We waiting on the announcement of a choo-choo from, from train at some point. But man, there's there's few there's few feelings in the world like knowing that you're gonna be a father. Congratulations to Dak. And hey, man, if that's what's motivating you to play out of your mind, then let's keep it going, bro. Let's keep it going. Okay, I'm with that. I'm with that life. Um, so other than that, um, we're train traveling. Um, my my girl's birthday is Monday. We're gonna be doing some stuff over the weekend. Not on Sunday. I will be watching football on Sunday. She made plans with her girls on Sunday, but the other days I'm going to try to do some stuff. So going to skip next week's show. Uh, it's just going to work out just better to give us all a week off. Um, 
you know, and I, I kind of like it when we're all together. And so um, let's take next week off. And then, you know, I'm hoping by the time we come back, um, we're looking at three ten and three teams. Um, worst case, three ten and three teams. Maybe San Francisco drops, um, you know, beats San beats Philly and then loses the next week. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But um, the, everything's gonna be interesting in two weeks. What will the Steelers do? What will the Bears do? We spent a lot of time on the Bears today. What will they do? Um, you know, it, 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 it's so unpredictable from week to week. So we're gonna take the next two weeks and then come back and see what has changed and we'll do power rankings. So no power rankings next week, no show next week. Take it off. Enjoy time with your family. Christmas is coming. And, uh, Hey, I haven't said this in a while. I don't know why, but (laughs) I got to go back to saying the slogan. You got to listen to the Madden voice because over here, all of the feuds are settled on the field. Everybody have a good week. We'll see you in two weeks. Good night, everybody.